and welcome to The Trusted Advisor, a channel-focused podcast and video series powered by the Retail Solutions Providers Association. I'm Jim Roddy, your host for today. Thank you so much for joining us. Now, this is a special quick take episode of the pod where we're going to take about 20 or 25 minutes to feature one RSP member who will speak at the RSP Academy Education Online Symposium on August 26th and 27th. The symposium will feature more than 20 education sessions and dozens of expert presenters, including today's guest, Vanessa Foden, the head of global strategy and new innovation in retail, banking, hospitality, and education at RSPA member Intel. Great to have you with us, Vanessa. Thank you, Jim. Happy to be here. Yeah, glad to have you here and glad to be talking about the symposium. So you're moderating a panel and it's titled Retail Trends and New Technologies Emerging in 2020 Post-COVID. So your panelists include Kevin Kogler from Microbiz, who's an ISV based in California, Kyle Morgan of MPI POS, they're a, a VAR slash ISO um, on the East Coast, and then Rick Fueling, uh, he runs Wright Enterprises and Cloud Retailer, it's a VAR and ISV um, uh, based out of Minnesota. So we've got all the geographies covered as well and a lot of technologies to dive into. What do you plan to talk uh, to that group about? Well, first I would like to set the record straight. I did not pay all these amazing people to be on the panel, believe it or not. Uh, we asked and they accepted and we're very uh, happy to have them. This is gonna be a really exciting panel. And as you noted, we have a really nice range of you know, our partners and how it will be relevant in the RSPA community. We're gonna be looking at our valuable and actual insights from each business perspective. So we have the opportunity uh, in some cases to connect. And one of the things we get the opportunity to talk about is what are we seeing from our different business perspectives? And this should be exciting because we're not just gonna talk about what's happening with the pandemic today, which of course is top of mind for everyone and has been unfortunately for months, but we're also gonna talk about what does that look like coming out of the pandemic and how can we be prepared as a community for these uh, future trends that we'll see happen and will continue to happen. Got so it. we're Before hoping we... that everyone can join us, it'll be exciting. Wonderful. And uh, we'll share some more details about this symposium later. But And I do want to talk about technologies from an Intel perspective. But can you talk about how important it is now for uh, VARs and ISVs? I don't want to say to hit the reset button, I mean, they have to start all over, but to really pause and say, OK, maybe there's some technologies that we emphasized, you know, in 2019. But, you know, I've seen COVID almost as an accelerator. Things that were less relevant are getting less relevant faster. Things that should have been more relevant and more on the digital scale, uh, those are becoming uh, relevant a lot faster. Can you talk about how important that is, even though VARs and ISVs are super busy, to take the time and examine some of these new technologies and try to look around the corner? Yeah, so first of all, you know, when we look at this, uh, this great expression, uh, retail is not dead, boring retail is dead, we can apply that to technologies as well. You know, there's several technologies that will always be a part and engaged part of what we do and how we function and how we run our businesses. And then other technologies we will see maybe not go away because there's, we have to keep in mind in the RSPA community, we support multiple different levels from small, medium business to medium and uh, you know more fortunate folks, uh, the larger 
customer base. And we want to continue to do that, which means we need to be able to play across multiple technology fields. So the bonus in that is there's opportunity for this entire community, all dependent on what your role is. And one of the reps had brought up something really interesting, which I'm, I'm sure is relevant to uh, the wine refrigerator behind me. And that's about, you know, the opportunities around liquor stores and liquor and how, how it sells, how it replenishes. Now, how all that happens and how the RSPA community supports that is through technology. So let's talk just a little bit about what does that mean? So when we think about being in these home environments as I am today, Jim, and you know, based on all those amazing books behind you, you are as well. When we think about that, what we're really looking at is that opportunity to go from the full supply chain from end to end, so whether you're rushing into the grocery store with a mask on, or you're you know, waiting by the door for the billboard to ring, where's my package? Um, you know, we continue to see those trends. And with that, there's various solutions that come around that. And again, this is dependent on geo. So from our perspective, we do look at it from a global opportunity, which means some of the regulations and things that are happening in the US are not applicable in other regions and vice versa. So when we look to that, we're gonna to continue to see that cloud to edge relationship. And what I mean by that is that opportunity for that more real time churn. Now that could happen in a business environment, that could be also happening all the way to your home. So we really wanna think about that from that end to end supply chain model, and as well as that last mile. So in that last mile, we've seen a lot of fun, uh, you know, gadgets and oh, drone delivery and robotics. You know, there's a grocery store. This was pre-pandemic uh, that was in our neighborhood that was practicing having self-driving cars deliver. So these are things, to your example, that they're happening. They were happening pre-pandemic, and we're seeing an acceleration. The other thing I've seen an acceleration on, and this is just from uh, you know personal, is having older friends and when i say older i'm you know i mean like 70 late 80s and this is the first time ever they've done online ordering or or buy online pick up in store uh, so it is accelerating it's not just accelerating though these technology trends what it's really doing is it's getting people out who were like no i'll i'll go to the grocery store i'll do these things and to them that was seamless enough but now we have a whole new set of users. And as we come out of the pandemic, those users are still going to be there because they're going to see that opportunity of how seamless their transactions can really be. Yeah, there's some folks before the pandemic who thought the only thing that you could do from an online ordering standpoint or, a, you know, pick up the phone and, and have it delivered uh, was pizza and Chinese food. Right. They thought that was the entire right. universe of all those things. And we talk about it takes right. some people say two weeks, some take two months to build a habit. Well, it's been, you know, as we're recording this four months now for most folks who have been really constrained by all these things. Do you see a lot of these habits? Do you think those are some of the factors they're going to carry into this? Like, you know, necessity or is it necessity is the mother of of all invention where folks just had to do this or they weren't going to be able to essentially get groceries or or get takeout food. Uh, so you really see this as an accelerant is what it, what it sounds like. These are going to be permanent things uh, that are going to be in the tech world forever. Absolutely. And as we can, and we all do this as technologists, we read a lot of what's happening. 
And, you know, especially being from home, you know, our events being virtual, all events, as far as I know, have gone to a virtual format. And what that is doing is that is continuing to reinforce this new type of behavior and this way to learn. And we're seeing that not just how we see it in the retail and hospitality space, for you know, people who have uh, children, uh, whether in college or high school or younger, we're also seeing the education trend change. Or maybe you yourself are in the middle of making changes and going back to school. You're also seeing these technology changes. And these are very transferable technologies because it's really about that core, that technology. And then that can be applied across multiple different sectors. That's right. I was going to say my daughter's going into ninth grade and she is an expert on Zoom uh, at this point. When you think, you know, when I was a kid, you know, Zoom or Zoom was a kind of shoes. I remember some kind of cool sneakers uh, that you could that you could buy. Maybe that was zips. My memory isn't uh, isn't as clear as it was. But kids are yeah, learning new skills. We're all all kind of being forced into into new skills. So I want to ask you about a, uh, another right. technology. But before before we do that, just want to say a quick thank you to the sponsors who support the RSP community and make this podcast and video series possible. Our platinum sponsors for 2020 are Blue Star, Heartland, ScanSource, and Shift4 Payment. So thank you very much to them. And to receive the benefits of an RSP membership, or if you want to become an RSP sponsor, you can email membership at gorspa.org. Uh, and so I wanted to ask you about uh, IoT, so Internet of Things. So you're part of the RSPA STS committee, so Strategic Technology Solutions. And three years ago, you and Kevin Kogler, who's on your panel, and he's a chairperson of the STS committee, you wrote an article about, titled IoT Comes to Retail. And I'm curious, from your perspective, from an Intel perspective, what progress has been made and also from a, in the channel related to IoT in retail and hospitality the past three years? And maybe can you help us see around the corner what's ahead uh, for IoT as well? And what are ours, what are ISVs, what are RSPA members playing that? Yeah, so yeah, thank you for that question. That was a really fun article. At the time that I was working on that article with Kevin, I was doing a great deal of travel overseas. And within our company, we had created, or shall I say, within the uh, retail and hospitality space, more so of the IoT team, we focused on this phrase we called China time because everything for them was accelerated. And it very much reminds me of that startup mentality, uh, if those recall when Southwest Airlines came to be, and they weren't hindered by all the existing infrastructure of the business, everything was starting new. And that's what we really saw in China with all these new innovation and these new companies coming in. And I would come back and I would be really excited about this. And you know, we talked about, I, I think this may have been in another article, but we had talked about what does that look like from a POS perspective? Because it was changing how we do business here as well, because Chinese tourists had increased which means across Latin America, EMEA, and the US, we were thinking about how do we accept these new payments because this is what our, our customers were asking for. At that same time, it was very relevant that we were still in the middle of you know, PCI compliance rolled out and what did that mean by geo and what did that mean by state? So now, here we are, we're in these very unprecedented times. Who would have 
imagine like I there's like this whole meme on Facebook and it feels so real to me of you know we started here and what's going to happen next I don't know when I wake up tomorrow what's going to happen next and I think a lot of people feel that way but what has come out of that and, and we hit on this a little bit is you know that home delivery and how it didn't doesn't matter your age and that convenience is key at the end of the day convenience is key because also what's happening whether it's a student or us employees working we are continually uh you know putting in more hours than we anticipated because before you could show up at a conference and you know talk to your 10 people you always talk to and now you're trying to spread that out and work around multiple schedules or work around various meetings where you could just walk by in the office. So we're all changing how we are doing business from a personal level and from a perspective in the RSPA community. So we're gonna to continue to see that convenience go up. And when we think about how does that look, you know, even from a, a food delivery aspect, uh, something so simple is going to continue to evolve and we're seeing that with uh, ghost kitchens environments where it's really just about getting the food out the door. We're seeing that with different, you know, Uber or Lyft drivers. Now they're moving into food delivery space to again survive. So we're going to continue to see that evolution. We'll see where some businesses evolve, some businesses go away, but where those businesses go away, we're going to see new businesses come in. So as we go through this unprecedented unprecedented time, we are also going to see some really interesting technology and mergers happen. So I think it'll be really uh, an exciting time for everyone in the space. And you know, from our customer perspective, everyone I've had the opportunity to talk to in the RSPA community has shared that, that they've never been busier. Uh, you know, the good news is business is good. The, the up on that is how do we continue to support and entice our customers to stay with us in business as we all continue to innovate. Got it. And just one more technology question before I, I ask you kind of our, our closing question. You know, you mentioned online ordering. We've heard a lot about contactless payments as well, you know, in this new environment and online ordering ties in with that. If you're, you know, paying over your phone or have the credit card on your phone, you mentioned the convenience thing. Is AI going to play a key role with that? And is IoT more for the I don't want to say back office, but you know more the interconnectivity for managing everything, and AI is going to be more customer facing. Or am I kind of overstating that? Just curious for the VARs in terms of if they're looking at these technologies, how do they? Uh, what's probably the most likely way that you uh, see those being applied? Yeah, so great question because when we think about that older definition of IoT, it was the interconnection of smart devices. But when we look at how it's really evolved. It's about understanding the data to make the right decisions at the right time and provide the right information. And so simple, I, I go back to what everyone can relate to during the pandemic, is how is it possible that we had chicken and eggs rotting at restaurants from the same delivery type change while people couldn't get chicken and eggs in the store? Or how is it possible that toilet paper went from I cared about my brand to please give me any type of toilet paper. And when we think about those type of things, if we would have used just the basic base of what a supply chain offer from that 
end-to-end understanding the supply chain by using IoT and using the connection of these different transparent systems in alignment, by the way, with artificial intelligence, because we should always be turning and understanding our data. And those two combined are very powerful. And I see that as we continue to move through the pandemic, obviously, chicken, eggs, everyone figured it out. And hopefully, no longer there's food waste, or at least not that I'm aware of. Um, so all this sourcing, that what it did is make us smarter and better prepared, but it's really the combination. It's not one or the other. Okay. Thank you for that. It seems like resellers need to play a role in analytics, helping gather that data and also helping the merchant make sense of it. And they can, again, rely on IoT a lot to gather the data, AI to help them as well. Am I understanding that correctly? Again, I want to try to bring it down to in terms of like the practical application for our listeners. Yes, that is absolutely right. And where we're going to see other key components in those technology trends is how does 5G help accelerate that? Uh, and how does computer vision help aid in, for example, knowing a certain type of vehicles coming up and having the package ready for them and not just waiting for an app notification? So there's so many technologies that if we really tie them together, uh, we could create this amazing experience. And again, this community are, is for sure, in my opinion, the right people to make that happen. Great. And before my final question for you, I just always think with the whole toilet paper shortage, there was somebody who installed a bidet in their house at some point years ago, and they're like, yes, smart move. I finally get to embrace the bidet, and everyone's going to see the wisdom in me getting this. And then, of course, the supply chain shortage stopped, and, and everybody was okay with it. But I always think there's like one person out there, uh, you know, the, the president of the bidet association who is... Uh, who was thinking they were wise for all that? So, all right, let me let me clear uh, let me clear uh, of a bad topic uh, and jump into something else. So, last question uh, that we love asking our guests on the pod from time to time: Can you recommend for our audience a book to read, an online resource to follow, a podcast to listen to that will help them uh, improve our organization? You mentioned it here. We talked earlier. You're a voracious uh, reader. What are uh, you know a book or a pod or, or something that you'd recommend to the VARs and ISVs listening? Yes, I hope it doesn't disappoint you that I would like to talk about a couple. Uh, you know, first of all, I did try to scan uh, your, you know, wonderful collection. I didn't see them there, but I'm sure they're there. And that is, you know, first of all, the Joffrey Moore, and that is the uh, Zone to Win book, as well as Zone the Crossing win? the Chasm. Yes, have you read it? I am in the middle of reading Zone to Win right now yes. at this very point. How about that? How about that? Okay, yes. And there was a recent interview uh, that we did internally, and I'm sure there's some online as well, talking about innovating your way out of something. And again, the pandemic, it's a horrible thing that's happening. How can we help our community? We can help innovate out of this and better prepare for, you know, hopefully the next time is 100 years from now, but better prepare for something so much smaller, uh, an event, and really help our customers and our partners with this future. And that's what it really talks about is, it's when people back up and they uh, become more risk averse, that's not the time. Now is the time to be innovative and be ready because this pandemic, as we can see, it's, it's going through its motions and we're gonna continue to see that. And really why you're 
focusing on today and meeting your partners and customers' needs, invest in the future. And if you don't mind, do I have time for one more? Uh, absolutely. Thank you. Okay, so the second one, and I did meet this gentleman in person, and I will openly admit, when I met him five years ago, I didn't even realize what a big deal he was, and that's Simon Sinek. Uh, he's written a few books. He actually has a really good on YouTube on um, on different generations and how we think about our different generations, which is also something to think about from the RSPA community, because that was one of the stats that I saw last year that came out of it is, you know, how many various generations did we see coming into this RSPA community, which is really important because we need that blend of, you know, new people coming out of school and starting the business. And, you know, the people that have this long-term expertise, we need that to survive as a community. But my book that I would recommend from him is Start With Why. Because if we cannot say why, we need to step back and really question uh, what we're thinking about and what our focus is. And I just even today started a presentation to a large uh, global audience. And I backtracked to what we had talked about 12 weeks ago and I led back with, this is the why we're doing this. Just in case it had slipped anyone's mind because it's a good reminder to always ask yourself that because the why also can change, or as we know with pandemic, things can change at any point. So starting with why I would highly recommend. Did you read it, Jim? Yes, yeah, oh yeah, this is on my, all the books behind me on my shelf are ones that I've actually read. Uh, Zone to Win is like in my top drawer at home because I'm, you know, chipping away at it uh, when I'm able to, to carve oh. out some time to read. So he said, start with why, crossing the chasm, zone to win. And so for those who are only listening to this podcast on the pod network, and they're not able to watch the, the video, I do have to ask you one more question because I've been turning around, grabbing books, making notes. Was that a cat that I saw that crossed in front of our camera there? So we're fur friendly in our house. Uh, so warning, if you don't drink wine and you don't like animals, probably not the place to stop by, but if you're in Arizona and you're game for that, wear your mask, you know, we may let you in. Uh, yes, so we have furry friends. I have two beautiful Australian shepherds. Uh, you know, they're luckily in the other room behaving, which is normally what happens is they jump up and they're not camera shy and they know they're gorgeous and they're not shy. So yeah, so I hope you didn't mind that furry friend coming in for a little hello to this community. And I have to ask what your cat's name is. So my daughter named the cat when she was younger, and the kitty's name is Noodle. Noodles? So Noodles was, Noodles was a stray. And so you could tell she was the runt of the litter because she always kind of still looks like a teenager, but she's a full-grown cat. Wonderful. Well, good. Well, I'm glad Noodles can make a, uh, a guest appearance today, and uh, I'm glad you're able to, uh, to, sh to share your insights uh, with us. And so we're out of time, but uh, to our listeners and viewers, we hope you enjoyed our discussion today. If you did, be sure to subscribe to the RSPA YouTube channel and the Trusted Advisor podcast so you never miss an episode. We'd also appreciate if you'd rate us wherever you find your favorite podcasts. The more stars, the better. That's our philosophy here. And if you'd like to learn more best practices for VARs and ISVs in the point of sale channel, register for the RSPA Academy Education Online Symposium August 26th and 27th. The symposium will feature six tracks, VAR and ISV executive education, marketing, sales, customer experience, security, and next-gen technologies, which is what we talked about today. You can register for the symposium at gorspa.org and by following, uh, going onto that website, following the knowledge tab in the navigation. 
Before we go, thanks again to Vanessa from Intel for joining us today and sharing your wisdom. Vanessa, it was really great to have you here. Thank you so much. And if you quit your day job, you have a voice for radio. <laughs> well, thank you. I have a, va a face for radio too, and that's a problem now in this uh, this video world. So. No, definitely not. Definitely not. Well, thanks for thanks for opening up uh, your home to us, and thanks for uh, for Noodles for making a, a guest appearance. Also, we want to thank RSPA Marcom Manager Chris Arnold for his production work, Joseph McDade for our music, and last but not least, thanks so much to you for listening. Our goal at the RSPA is to accelerate the success of our members in the point-of-sale ecosystem by providing knowledge and connections. For more information, visit our website at gorspa.org. Thanks for listening, and goodbye, everybody.